Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Guys, it happened again. WWE had a mass load of releases. So let's get talking about it. I am Luke Owen, D-A-D. I'm joined by the hardest working person in all of sports infotainment. Team Danuk rides again. She don't like butts. And she's also feuding with Kate Hensler, apparently, <laughs> because she's hotter than her. It's Denise Salcedo. How's it going, Denise? I know that that feud like started and died in the same week because <laughs> it's just too pointless. It's too pointless. Um, and then the other thing that I was going to say is I can't believe the butt stuff is still going. Uh, well, Nobody I think it's very funny fun. that yeah. you don't like butts. I don't like butts. If I could go without a butt, I would, you know? Why don't Why don't you like butts? I just think butts are too, like, personal, you know? Like, I hate butts. <laughs> I hate butt cracks. I just think they're uncomfortable. Uh, but we are not just, it's not just the two of us today. We are joined by uh, Alex, Queen of the Ring. I actually got a text message here, Alex, before I ask you my first question. It's from Ollie, who just says, can you remind <laughs> Alex that I am cuter than her and I also beat her in fantasy booking warfare? Listen, listen, my uh, Discord pointed this out. All of my predictions came true. All of my Daniel Bryan predictions came true. They fought, uh, Daniel Bryan fought Kenny Omega on TV. He pulled out the cattle mutilation. So I think everyone knows I am the true winner, but I'm also the cutest wrestling personality ever. So, well, of course, matter. absolutely. <laughs> we, I mean, we, had, we literally did a poll and you won. Um, and also, I mean, <laughs> But before we get into it, do you like butts? And yeah, and they do not lie. <laughs> That's a terrible <laughs> question, Luke. A terrible question. I just feel like I think if I'm going to do an interview show, I'm just going to ask going to be my first question every single time now. It's the Denise Salcedo question. Do you Are like you butts? Are you bringing out your inner Howard Stern again? We all know you have your inner Howard Stern. And asking he comes the out hard every now questions, and then. right? The, hard the real question. hard questions. Yeah, poor what Alex. She's a question. guest on the show. You blast her. You put her on spot. I mean, that's just mean. Before yeah, well, my coffee I mean, at that, geez, Luke. I apologize. It's very early in the morning. For you, it's the middle of the afternoon for me. Um, I, I'm tired myself, though. But anyway, do you know what? Let's talk about 
the big news of this week. So I'm going to read you a, a quote here directly from The Observer. Right after a quarterly report that was nothing but optimistic about WW Financials for the future, where financial guidance for the year was increased due to the return to house shows, which are now profitable, and the recent Saudi Arabia show, WW released 18 wrestlers. The company announced for quarter three revenues, 255.8 million and 43.4 million in profits. Same quarter last year, did 221.5 million in revenue and 48 million in profits. Reason why profit is slightly down compared to the previous quarter is because Raw and SmackDown are now live again and they're touring and then on at the Performance Center, which was dirt cheap for them to be making. Consumer revenue, consumer product revenue is up because they're selling t-shirts at events. TV rights are up. Ticket sales, obviously, also up as well. With that said, 18 names were released. Those names were Keith Lee, Mia Yim, Eva Marie, Nia Jax, Karrion Cross, Scarlett Bordeaux, Grand Metalique, Lindsay Dorado, Harry Smith, B. Fab, Ember Moon, Frankie Monet, Jesse Kamea, Katrina Cortez, Jeet Rama, Oni Lorkin, Trey Baxter, and Zayda Ramira. Denise Salcedo. What did you make of the news? Well, first and foremost, I need to bully you for a second, Luke, because well, while you were reading that quote, you said prop, you said profitable or something like that. You forgot to pronounce the F, profitable. So I just wanted to call you out on that, Luke. What did I do? You said prodable or something. Yeah, you, 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 you did say it. Yeah, I did, you, you did say that. <laughs> Guys, I'm operating on small scale. I'm sorry. picking up on me being terrible like, at talking It's now. like 3, 4 p.m. your time. What's your excuse? I've got, I've got a six-week-old kid. Who's like no, that is not an excuse. Do no, not blame not this on your child. <laughs> Luke, I expected better. I am not blaming the child. I'm just saying I do not have a lot of sleep because of said child. Um. So here's my question. Are we going to go through everybody? like in terms of everybody or do you just want to like pick and point some people because i feel like i got a yeah. lot to say about each person oh absolutely well, maybe i mean we should yeah, go through person by yeah. person right well let's go yeah let's go let's do it so let's start off with the big one keith lee all right see i you see here's the thing yeah. too i don't even know if that's necessarily the biggest one and that's because there's a lot of surprising names on here but in terms of keith lee i think the majority the the general thing that you're going to hear me say a lot in this show for a lot of these people is that a lot of these people really got royally screwed in the sense that they didn't really get the proper opportunities and with that being said, unfortunately for Keith Lee, things just went downhill once he got to the main roster. And it was very clear. A lot of these people that you see on this list, aside from maybe like, okay, so like all of these people here, I feel like you can see why they were released just because if you've been watching the product and you've been following the product and you've been seeing what they've been doing with them, it's been very clear why some of these people are essentially, uh, you know, released, right? Which is very unfortunate to say because it's not, you know, necessarily their fault. It could be creative. It could be, you know, there's other rumors about, you know, of an, another thing being a factor being the unvaccination status that's also been reported as well. And I'm sure that people have already, you know, put, two and two together and you can probably guess who some of those people are which is very unfortunate but you know you still can everybody has a mind for their own but in terms of Keith Lee it really sucks because this guy was on top of the mountain on NXT at one point he was holding both championships both top championships uh in NXT and then he gets called up and it just goes downhill from there unfortunately uh he had additional factors that sort of you know mess 
not, I don't want to say messed up, but affected his run, you know, in the company. And that's where personal stuff, which he had to take time off for, which you cannot blame him for that. You know, he did, he did come out on social media and say he had that heart inflammation. And that obviously, you know, took a toll took him off of TV, which makes sense. All right, cool. So then he comes back and they give him this Keith Bearclaw Lee character, which kind of is not bear cat. bear cat. Excuse me. I said bear claw because they were saying he's clawing his way Fine. into raw. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't want to pick you up on things that you miss said. Oh, I didn't, I didn't mispronounce claw though. I didn't say call <laughs> anyways, but um, so bear cat Lee. And then afterwards, you know, it's not like it was really that big of a change. It wasn't anything that was necessarily working. And the problem with the Keith Lee was that they stripped away everything that made him cool, everything that made him unique. They took away, you know, those, you know, you, those unique moves that he was doing that you were seeing on NXT. They kind of stripped him away of his personality. And then you're asking yourself, like, why isn't this guy as over as we thought he'd be? Well, it's because you basically made him generic guy 1001. Alex, um, I mean, we're talking about Keith, I suppose, sort of like the bracketers, but aside from him, was there any other names that really jumped out to you from the list? I mean, Frankie Monet. Frankie Monet only had six matches this entire year, and she was recently signed. Um, and it's just everyone, every everyone from like Frankie to Mia Yam to even Keith Lee, like they all had the potential, like that whole entire list had the potential of just having a bigger let me, sorry let me backtrack all of those names had the potential of going on to another promotion and being champions within their own right you know they checked out all the boxes and especially keith lee with so many people that say you know for other wrestlers like oh you're you don't have the qualifications you're not fit for to be a champion to be a face of the company keith lee did he checked out all those boxes and circling back since in a few weeks of Survivor Series, he had a fantastic show out at Survivor Series and he had an even more fantastic show out at Royal Rumble. So that one for sure does not make any sense. Frankie Monet, I mean, talk about a dropped ball. Like to put her to NXT, I think everyone could agree that she could have just gone up to the main roster and they didn't do anything with her. Her last match was against Raquel Gonzalez for the championship. Like, it's just so sad. It's just so sad because... There's so many, so many of those names that just had potential of being great. And there's so many of those people that like just worked so hard. You know, they work so hard. WWE is the be all end all, right? That is the Mecca. That is the place where you want to go to be a wrestler and to work during the pandemic at that. Like, um, and especially for some of these people that were just signed, like even Blake Christian. Blake Christian was just signed and there were so many people that were signed during the pandemic had to up and move, move down to Florida and work hard. And then the rug was pulled under their feet. On the Frankie Monet thing, this is from the observer. It said the new directives on hiring new women is the recommendations are 25 or younger. Frankie Monet, who is 38, came in with a big push and a lot of fanfare, but hadn't been featured since the brand changed to wanting to push younger women to draw in the 12 to 34 male demographic. All right. So <laughs> let me just start off by saying that I cover NXT each and every single week. And I saw this coming the second they made this change with NXT 2.0. I knew it. 
right away I knew it based on the reports that were coming out about, you know, age and, you know, all of that different stuff, right? Then on top of that, as somebody that's watching the programming, uh, Alex just mentioned that match that she had with Raquel Gonzalez. That match was supposed to take place on a specific week. I forget which one. And then they like pushed it for like no reason. Like they never said why. They pushed the match, right? I think like a week, two weeks later from when it was supposed to happen. Additionally, they gave her the jobber entrance. This woman is competing for the NXT Women's Championship and they gave her the jobber entrance. And on top of that, they kind of, it was very obvious didn't know what they were doing with her because she came in and you know she her first night on NXT she she you know she confronts the newly crowned NXT women's champion Raquel Gonzalez and everybody's like oh man like they're putting her right at the top all right if you're not going to debut her on the main roster like Alex just mentioned at least debut her at the very top with the women on NXT but they didn't do that so then afterwards, you start to see her do this bad and bougie character, you know, pretty much an extension of what she's been doing as Taya Valkyrie and other places. But then from there, she kind of gets into this weird thing where like for a second, they're teasing something with her and Mandy. And then all of a sudden, she's, you know, doing this stuff with Robert Stonebrand. And none of it is connecting. None of it is making sense. And then from there... It was very, very obvious that given the new direction and what they are looking for, um, it it was very clear that she was not going to be a uh, necessarily a favorite of theirs. And then I'm Googling right now, their champion, Mandy Rose, is 31. Now, I granted, okay, there's a difference between 31 and 38. But here's the thing, and this is the big issue, and this was something that I think uh, Mickey James has definitely been very, uh, you know, talks about this a lot is the fact that when it comes to men and when it comes to women, there is two different scales in terms of how they're being judged. Uh, women, we say this all the time. And Alex, you know this. I know this. Whether we like it or not, there is a clock over our damn heads. Mm -hmm. No matter what sort of industry you are in, there is a clock. You have no idea, Luke, how happy it makes me to see women that are a lot older on TV killing it because I'm like, thank God that at that age, I can still have a chance of having a freaking job because we have a clock and whether or not people like to say, people like to think that we put this clock over our heads ourselves. No, society puts this clock over our heads ourselves. And this was very unfair to Taya because Taya is literally one of the best, and I'm just going to say like women's wrestlers, one of the best wrestlers out there, period. And I have no doubt that she's going to be pretty much all over the world like she was before, uh, you know, prior to this. But they definitely dropped the ball on her because she could have been a top competitor against your Sasha's, your Charlotte's, your Bianca's, etc. I um, I raise this point a lot because I think this says a lot about the way that the entertainment industry sees the difference between men and women. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. was cast to play Tony Stark and Iron Man. Diane Lane was cast to play Martha Kent, the mother of Superman. Robert Downey Jr. and Diane Lane are the same age. Mm -hmm. But that is the difference between how the entertainment industry sees these genders. Um, 
Have you seen Diane Lane in real life, BTW? Woman is gorgeous. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) she's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, Alex, it's an insane thing, right? It's it's insane. It's insane. It's very interesting. I mean, again, touching base to what uh, Denise was saying, it's the patriarchy of it all, right? It's the patriarchy of it all, putting a timer over our heads. And it's interesting considering the fact that this company brings in veterans to sell most of their shows to bring in goldberg to bring in the undertaker when you were doing that and then to say that oh well tyra valkyrie she's 38 years old she's just way too old that is just abysmal that's just insane to say that that is so insane considering the fact that with the women's division like for mickey james for example literally the only people that they treat as veterans is trish stratus and lita that is it that is it is the only people that they treat as actual veterans with people that have been on the roster like naomi still no love for naomi and yet at this point she is considered a veteran natalia she is considered a veteran she's been on the roster for so long and they have not given them any type of love and and it's so disheartening to to see or to hear that they're not going to do that with taya when look at her resume before she entered the wwe she was killing it not only in the indies but she was killing it in impact which if we're gonna shine light on that they have the best women's division hands down period across the board so it is insane that this company could allow someone like goldberg who isn't even that good in the ring i'm sorry luke i'm sorry but let's be honest me i agree with you (laughs) oh yeah 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 you you i thought you loved goldberg (laughs) you're the goldberg Goldberg fan fan. but you could but you could agree like he is very much older he's a little you know not that good in the ring there's some some rusty but there there's a big difference between him and Tyra Valkyrie, who it just, <laughs> just a massive ball dropped. Such a massive ball dropped. It's just, what is actually going on in that company? Like, what is truly going on with that company? With the list, like, Denise, you tweeted it out. The whole entire list of releases so far that we've seen, that is a promotion in itself. That is so many names. And I did want to bring up a point too, and this was what Alex was talking about, because I think uh, in terms of why, you know, we're talking about Taya and the age thing and what we're not talking about, because this is not what decisions are looking like they're being based on is merit. Merit is the big topic here. You know, the report that you just read from Dave about her essentially being, you know, released because of her age being a factor. And here we are. We can all agree that Taya did all of the work that she was supposed to do and more to essentially become the wrestler that she is today, right? There you go. She worked hard. She got, she earned her merit, et cetera. But that's not what things are being based on. But at the same time, We shouldn't be surprised. And you want to know why? Because I was there when Triple H was talking about this at the SummerSlam tryouts when he basically said that being an independent wrestler doesn't necessarily, uh, you know, essentially give you the keys to unlock this door and become, you know, a big major WWE superstar. It's not like extra brownie points anymore. And you would think so, right? You're booking a company, Alex Luke, you're booking a company. You're probably going to look towards independent wrestlers, but um that's not the case the other thing as well i, I think when we talk about like you know the, the amounts of names that have been released over the last couple of years because this is clearly now a, a quarterly event like every time we get to an investor's call we're probably going to expect more names to be released this is clearly now just 
an event. It happens like a, a big four pay-per-view every year in WWE. We're going to get the, these sort of quarterly mass releases. And it's one of the reasons because of that is because WWE were afraid of competition a few years ago, afraid of competition of the indies, the rise of Ring of Honor, the rise of the Young Bucks, the rise of Kenny Omega, you're right, like all of this stuff, the rise of Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling doing their stuff, the rise of the UK British independent scene. And they were like, uh-oh, let's sign everyone. Let's sign every single name we possibly can. Uh-oh, it's now the consequences of our own actions. We've got too many names. We've now got to cut of these. But like, you know, as what Alex said earlier, you've asked these people to uproot their lives and move to new places, to change the way that they have, like, you know, change everything about themselves. And now it's just like, and you're out the door because this isn't looking really great for our quarterly report with our investors. And that sucks. Like, that really, really sucks. And there's some names on this list that are have been released because of their age they have been released because they're just like well we don't see anything in them uh, apparently like uh, the, with Karrion Cross this is from Meltzer uh, pulled uh, Vince McMahon pulled Cross from TV saying that he hadn't gotten over within the company and they were told they were going to repackage him for a third time that's because they did try it. it was like well you know he didn't get over as Karrion Cross well we put a gimp mask on him well that didn't get him over either what's next and that's the same thing that exactly happened with Keith Lee Brought him up and they're like, put a t-shirt on him, pal. That didn't work. Change his music, pal. That didn't work. Have him beat Randy Orton, pal. That didn't work. And it was just like, I oh, could give him a new name, pal. Give him a manager, pal. Make him do this. Make him do that. Don't have him talk, pal. Like just constantly just doing these things. Keith Lee one. I, I don't know if anyone will sell. Boiled my piss, it has. It's really, really, really annoyed me. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
But the other thing with all of this that we have that Denise mentioned earlier is some of the talent that's from the Observer. Some of the talents were released due to them refusing to get vaccinated and not being big enough stars to get away with that. Read Sasha Banks. Uh, while the number going round is five of the eighteen, <laughs> you're brave, man. You're brave. I'm scared of those Sasha Banks stands. You uh-uh. do not associate me with Luke Owen. Good day. Me neither. Me neither. Hey, she, Luke, she good luck good. on Twitter today because yeah. I'm logging she, off. <laughs> she was good in the Mandalorian. Uh, while that number going round is five of the eighteen were not vaccinated. One talent in the company said it was actually a larger number than that. On the main roster, talent can't tour foreign countries without being vaccinated. However, talents that may have been cut due to not being vaccinated were told they were let go due to budgetary cuts. As we all know now, our budgetary cuts uh, statement is a load of pish. Denise, the uh, the unvaccinated side of things, what's your take? Well, <laughs> I'm laughing because you're asking the California liberal, what's my take on getting vaccinated? <laughs> Get your ass vaccinated, man. That's what, okay, when it comes to that, get your ass vaccinated, all right? When it comes to whether or not you lose your job over vaccination status, I can't necessarily say that it's completely just on the company on that one. I do think everybody has the right to, you know, whether or not they decide to get vaccinated. I mean, I think you, I'm a big proponent of getting vaccinated period. Um, but with that being said, you know, you mentioned certain people are able to get away with it and others are not. Well, that's how things are. That's how the sports world is. Like people, they get away. The more star power you have, obviously, you know, the rules are bent. They're a little bit different for you. And even though I do not believe that it is fair to only fire some people based on their vaccination and not others, it's not fair. I get that. I I, that's how I feel. But at the end of the day, that's kind of how they run things in every like in other places, you know, in other places, you know, stars with bigger names, they can get away with things than others that don't have that big name. And unfortunately, it's like, what can you do now? I, I know that and, and if like, let's say I was, you know, on the WWE roster, and I was, you know, let's just say I was an unvaccinated, you know, performer. And given that the company has been like pushing and pushing for, you know, everybody to get vaccinated, I would kind of, and if I was like, okay, I'm definitely not going to get vaccinated. I feel like I would kind of already be expecting my release. Now, here's the other thing that I want to mention, because Keith Lee, I don't know if he's one of those people that was unvaccinated or vaccinated. I do not know. But I know that there's, you know, people speculating that he may have been one of them. But Keith Lee had all these additional health issues. Yeah. So it's like, how do you, you know, there's there's one thing where it's like somebody who doesn't want to get who doesn't want to get vaccinated. Right. And then there's a whole other thing when somebody probably can't. Now, I do not know. This is just me speculating based on like the rumors and things that, you know, I've been seeing on Twitter and all of that. That's just me speculating. But it what can I say? I don't know what to say. That's a tough one. It, it is a tough one. It's an it's an impossible line to walk. I also just want to clarify for the comment section that is currently running wild here that the Sasha Banks line was a joke on my part. All right. I mean, the <laughs> Are Sasha you getting attacked already? Uh, it's just a lot of people being like, oh, I think Luke. I was like, you know, it's 
I was, I, I'm trying yeah, but to, Luke, you're going to hear it worse on Twitter. Joke. You're not allowed to joke in wrestling, wrestling community oh, stuff. You're not allowed. How to joke. dare you? It's banned. How banned. dare you? Trying to make a joke. Uh, you know what happened to me the other day? I freaking trashed Christmas as a joke, and somebody wrote a paragraph to me about how insensitive I was. Well, it been, it? Oh, okay. was it was it your tweet when you were saying like don't bring yeah, Christmas in like, early? Yeah, and I was like, you said yeah. someone literally wrote me a heartfelt paragraph about how I was insensitive. And I was like, the frick if you're getting insulted over that, get your ass off Twitter. Oh my god, go outside. Anyway, it'll go on. That go was, outside, that was breathe some air. Uh, <laughs> Alex, what about you? Oh, wait, this way. Don't <laughs> you, Luke? <laughs> um uh here's my honest answer um i'm vaccinated right i'm double vaccinated i'm booked to get the booster shot right now uh in the states here there's more mandates to get to get a vaccine and especially in new york in new york uh it is a thing where it's like you need to be vaccinated in order to continue to work and there are so many like just the other day there were so many police officers that protested on the brooklyn bridge because they did not want to get vaccinated that is another story for another day but here in the states like it is a thing that is about to be a mandatory thing you must be vaccinated and like denise is saying that is unfortunately a thing in sports in 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 higher entertainments where some people are just not vaccinated i think that there's a thing with kyrie irving basketball i don't know too much about basketball all i know is that there's something going on with him with being vaccinated unvaccinated playing not playing i don't know but it is a thing that is happening here in the states alone um now I do not have sympathy if you do not, if you are working for a, a multi billion corporation like that and they require you to get to get a vaccine and you are refusing to get a vaccine. I do not feel bad for you if you lost your job. Sorry, that's just the truth. We've been in this pandemic for uh, almost two years now. Almost two years. There have been how many people that have died? And you can make it a political political thing. You can not make it a political thing. At the end of the day, it's a humanitarian thing, right? Where it's just like, we need to protect each other. We need to make sure that everyone is safe and is alive and is okay. Um, for a person who is a performer who goes in and is physically touching other people in their line of work, you know, with touching different opponents and everything, it seems like it should be a requirement to get vaccinated. Um, I just, I think it's just such a, again, like, it's just, what are y'all doing? Like you have, you have such a good line of work, whoever you are. And it's like, I think the the rumored person, one of the rumored persons, I don't know who it is. They're saying that it's Nia Jax. I'm not too sure. But if you I mean, think there's about, a few on the list. Yeah, there's a few on the list. But if you think about how like how much of a staple Nia Jax was in the women's division, like the way that they were packaging her and say what you want about her being a botch mess, this and that, blah, blah, blah. That's nothing to do with anything. It's, you know, they market her to be the Rock's cousin and 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 she was going to be like this huge mega superstar. So it seemed in the women's division completely dropped the ball because you don't want to get vaccinated. Like that is insane. That's insane. That's insane that you would just be like, nah, I'm good. Let me throw my career away. Because yeah. essentially oh, that yeah. is what you're doing, right? I, I wouldn't be yeah. shocked. Like I said, if I was on the roster unvaccinated, I would be expecting to see my name on there. And if I'm not a big star, add that on top of that. Exactly. Um, yeah. We're also not here to speculate on who's on the list. Like, yeah, as um, we said, Nia Jackson reportedly one of the names, but I, I, Dave was saying it's uh, more than the five 
that were like originally rumored. Who knows uh, who they are? But what we do know is that they have been released. Some of the names for me were big surprises. I've mentioned Keith Lee, even Marie's another one that's actually a bit of a surprise for me in terms of being released because, like, I, it almost like she seemed like Vince's dream hire. Like, he clearly brought it back because he always wanted to push Eva Marie, but it's it didn't really work out great this time round, much like the first time round, I guess. She's off doing a film at the moment. Maybe she also was like, I'd much rather be doing films than taking bumps in the ring. And I'm, you know, maybe there's actually where I want to take my career forward. Um, Denise, were you surprised by Eva Marie being released? Um, yes and no. Uh, no, because she's not that great in the ring. She's this gorgeous looking woman. I would kill to look like a second like her, but she's not that great in the ring, which is unfortunate, you know? And I feel like the thing with Eva Marie is I, out of a lot of these names, she's one of those people that I think can move on to a different type of career, a different type of lifestyle. You know, she was already sort of doing, you know, she, or been doing this whole like influencer thing. I mean, I think she's got something there. I'd be, I'd, I'd be surprised if we see her in another wrestling promotion, to be honest. Uh, I think this, in my prediction, this is it for her. And she's going to go on and probably do something along the lines more of like, you know, modeling and, and acting and, you know, all that influencer type of stuff that's where I see this direction going with her am I surprised not really because what I also learned from this list is that people are brought in like we mentioned their lives are being uprooted and they you know get brought in to do something uh you know because there's an idea for them and then once that idea is gone and done and out you're gone it's like it's, it's on a yeah. whim uh Alex Eve Marie what are your thoughts I why did she even come in like why did she even come in i mean like i don't know there was some stir of her coming back because not a lot of people wanted her to come back because of her old reputation and especially in total divas and i've recently been watching total divas for the first time and i mean she eva's eva marie is just like a heat machine right like she gets heat wherever she goes and I thought that she was going to be a great addition to this era of women's of the women's roster. Right. And the whole do drop storyline. I mean, I, I had no interest in it, but it was exciting to see her go toe to toe with the modern day women uh, in, in this company. Um, it, again, it's just like grand opening, grand closing with Eva Marie uh, and and with a lot of other all, all these other people that were just recently signed that recently came on. And again, they're just pulling the rug from underneath them. Um, I think Eva Marie had the potential to be repackaged to, again, someone coming back, you know, almost a veteran, quote unquote, or maybe just a villainous person coming. I don't know. But there was. Across the board, there's potential with all these people, right? Across the board, there's just always potential with them. And Eva Marie was just one that was just like, I don't think anyone's really sad to see her go. But I think at the same time, I think a lot of people are surprised to see her go because of how much attention she got, especially with all her vignettes and all the hype that she got to come back. And then it's just like, no, nope, she's done. That's all. I mean, I, I think that's a different to... role for her too, because we yeah. mentioned she's not good in the ring. But she, I think if they wanted to, if they wanted to, they probably could have found a different role for her. I mean, they yeah. could have, right? Because when yeah. she was, when she was, uh, 
in the roster a few years ago, she was coming out with those like wardrobe malfunctions, you know, not really competing. And that was exciting. I thought that was exciting when she was coming in, like, say what you want. She probably doesn't, you know, she doesn't know how to wrestle. Sure. Why not? But she's entertainment. And it shows with her with her uh, her time at in Total Divas and say what you will about that show. But that show brought in a lot of demographic that they were not reaching, you know, and yeah. so they probably were going to get that demographic again with Eva Marie. Maybe. Who knows? But again, they did not give it a chance. And it seems like that is the pattern with all of these releases is that they're not letting these people breathe breathe in and stretch out and just let it play out. And that was a lot of thing, especially with Kyrian Cross. A lot of people were saying like, oh, it's okay. Just let it play out. Just let it play out. But he debuted on Monday Night Raw as NXT champion and job to Jeff Hardy. Say what you will. Sure, it's Jeff Hardy. But still, that is the NXT champion. Oh, yeah. He was doomed from the very get-go. And like, remember when like Cross came in and they were like, he's going straight to the main roster. They're going to bypass NXT, take him straight there because he's got a great look, he's got a great physique, and Vince really, really likes him. He went to NXT and instead got packaged with Scarlett Bordeaux in an incredible partnership. It was like the coolest entrance. It was the coolest presentation people weren't mad about his matches like they weren't like crazy going crazy for them but people like just loved the package of it brought him up to monday night raw lost to jeff hardy and then they sat there backstage being like huh the guy didn't get over i can't figure out why he didn't get over quickly dress him like he-man and it just it, it kind of boggles the mind but for, like for me now i'm looking at like cross and bordeaux and i'm thinking back to impact like that is like impact on the phone i don't know i think they burned a bridge there luke you reckon you reckon based on on the stories that were reported after how things went down there i i would honestly be a little bit surprised if i saw them back at impact but then because i don't think there's a spot for them in aew aw is overflowing they don't gotta take i mean they could take whoever they how they want right but they don't really need anybody like they got a ton of people already man people that we don't even get to see on dynamite that have been there for like centuries you know you you say that but if i'm if i'm tony khan and i'm looking at this list i'm looking at keith lee i'm looking at ember moon and i'm thinking i'm mia yim i I mean like frankie may like Tie of Valkyrie, like well, you, for the you, women, you, there's you, more spots. Yeah, I think for the women, there's much more potential for them to be great in AEW and to be picked up from AEW as opposed to some of the men. Like, yes, Keith Lee would be great, but again, like what Denise said, not everyone needs to go to AEW just oh, no. because they are within competition, competition and comparisons this and that whatever wrestling is wrestling right and at the end of the day these people are not working for wwe and we get to see them actually shine and we've seen it with people that have been released like again for instance with mickey james with daniel bryan with adam cole with miro with malachi black with ruby soho there are so many names that we see now um and not even in in aew like zach Ryder, matt cardona he's doing amazing in gcw there's plenty of other places and especially in within the next year, February, all the borders are going to open up. And at WrestleMania, Dallas, I'm sure that there are a lot of other promotions overseas and especially Japanese promotions that might come here. There are potentials. There's potential for all of these people to be great. We've seen it with the past releases. Right. And so but these people don't always have to go to AEW. That's the beauty about them being released is that like I hate to say this, but like they're not 
in their WWE bubble anymore. So wrestling is exciting again. Wrestling wins overall. It's not AEW is winning, WWE is losing. Like cut that out. Like seriously, like it just in general, you know, because I've said this so many times, us as wrestling fans, like we have been such the, the, almost feeling like the burden with fandoms and, and media in general, right? We love wrestling, but there's so many people that make fun of us still for liking wrestling. But at the end of the day, we're all winning. We're getting so many more talent and there's so much to do. There's so much to see. There's 100,000 plus hours of wrestling that we can easily watch weekly now, you know? And so that's the exciting thing is that they can go to Impact. They can go to AEW. Um, they can go anywhere they want. It's just as long as you're still supporting them and just not making it a war, like that is just where everybody wins at the end of the day. Tribalism is bad. Like, yes. I, I, tribalism is is awful 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 business people who have just picked a side when you don't need there isn't a side that needs to be picked like pick just pick the wrestling side but we all just enjoy wrestling and it's all grand um, also i wonder how like the 2k games are gonna be now <laughs> well yeah so... i think that was trending last night but i didn't click yeah. on it yeah. that was definitely on the trending list yeah so like what's 2K... that gonna look so... like if they've already scanned people <laughs> So 2k as well I, I was reading this apparently they don't get told ahead of time that names are being released they find out the same time that we do so they're like you know like there's some programmer who is spending like 40 hours a week programming keith lee into the end is like well that's that's three months worth of work completely down the toilet because i've got, got to take him out of the game like, like uh, stephanie was saying uh, stephanie mcmahon that is on the um investors course i mean like oh it's going to be the biggest 2k release ever it's going to be this it's going to be that it's going to be that i'm 2k now i'm like ah, we need to get out of this contract this is awful i hate working with these people and you know, the other thing that I do want to mention, this has nothing to do with 2K, but, you know, since we were just talking about Alex mentioning all of these other promotions, and one of the things that kind of bummed me out was just last week, we're sitting here talking about Ring of Honor going on a hiatus and, you know, all of that talent being let go. So, like, there is work for those that want to hustle and go places because the people that thrive are the people that go out and make it happen, right? Right. Personally... Right. I'm just thinking to myself, like, man, for a lot of people, this is it. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, and we, that's also a thing, too, where it's just like a lot of people are like, well, they're not like all of the other promotions are not multi corporations. And how much are they really going to pay the wrestlers? Like, that's up to the fans. That's up to the fans to keep supporting your favorites, right? When these people, like, eventually, possibly, Mia Yam is probably going to come back to Twitch. That's up to you to support her. These people are probably going to open up Patreons now. They're going to sell merch. That's up to y'all. You need to support these people. You've been watching every single week, hoping that Keith Lee is on TV, and yet now this is your chance to actually fully support him outside of that company. You just, you need to do the work. Everyone needs to do the work to help these people out. These are our favorites. And yes, they put their bodies on the line for our entertainment. The least we can do is the bare minimum is to, to support them. And anytime that they have their bookings, you know, email me this and that, retweet it, share it, do what you got to do. Like, that's the, th that's the beauty with wrestling is that it is so big, but yet it's so small where the fans do have a say of the fans do 
work, you know? Like we saw it in the beginning of the pandemic when a lot of these indie wrestlers were not working and they had no place to work. And a lot of people were just buying merch. That first like two months of the pandemic, a lot of people were buying merch, were buying Patreons and all that stuff to support their favorites. There is one person on this list that I think is going to make an absolute killing outside of this now that she doesn't have to not have patrons or anything like that scarlet bordeaux she is going to make an absolute killing now that she has got unlimited platforms available to her like you mentioned that me like me and Yim can go back to twitch there is a lot of opportunities now for them to like you know adam cole he was he said in his interview with chris van vliet was one of his biggest things was the decision between going like re-signing with aew or going across to aew uh sorry re-signing with wwe or going across to aew was i really like doing twitch and I didn't want to give up Twitch. It's so much fun. It wasn't about money. It was just about, you know, it's creatively satisfying for him. We, um, we've got a lot of chats that we have uh, got to get to. So, you know, wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Before we do, though, I do want to ask you both. Is there any other names that you wanted to highlight from this list? Because, like, we've barely scratched the surface with a lot of these names. Denise, is there anyone else you wanted to bring up? Yep. Beefab. <laughs> she was not a great wrestler. She only had two matches, but she had just called got called up to this to the SmackDown main roster. She was a main part of Hit Row, and I think it was very, very. I think it freaking sucks that they released her. I think that yeah, she wasn't great in the ring, like I said, but that doesn't mean she couldn't have been beneficial. That didn't mean she couldn't learn. I think she got royally screwed here, and I do. I feel bad for her. Honestly, I feel bad for her. Um, and then in terms of some of the other people, I mean, Grand Matalik is probably one of the best luchadors that you'll see. Uh, I, he's definitely going to make a killing where, you know, when he goes out and makes the rounds and all of that type of stuff. And then I'm trying to think if there's anybody else that I wanted to talk. Trey Baxter, good for him. Already making the moves, already being booked for GCW. Hell yeah, good for him. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ember Moon. I mean, we talked about briefly about Ember Moon, but I do think that if AEW is going to pick anybody up, I would definitely go with Amber Moon. Uh, and I would definitely go with Frankie Monet on that. And Scarlett, Scarlett, I have a feeling she's going to kind of be along the same lines as uh, Eva Marie, where they both have the opportunity to make, you know, they don't, wrestling doesn't have to be their only thing. They can be doing more than that. Only the B-Fab thing. You know, I, I know a lot of people pointed this out online. She had two matches, neither of them were particularly great. And they're like, well, you know, they released her because she's no good. You have a friggin' performance center. Like your whole <laughs> deal is about training people and making them better. Friggin' send her there then. Like it'd be like, well, pff, I don't know what else. We we tried nothing and we're all out of ideas. I right. I, I, I don't get that narrative with BFAB. And and she's around one of the top like trainers, right? She's around one of the top coaches within this industry. Like she can learn. She has the potential. She has like the 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 leadership to you know or i guess not so much leadership but like she has a lot of mentors you know to help her again trish stratus was not great when she first started out but when you let her work and you gave her some breathing room she now is one of the greatest women's wrestlers of all time you know and not to say that bfab would have been the same but if you consider the fact that when she moved up with hit row um they had the best selling shirts they sold out they sold out WWE shop, WWE shop that has pretty questionable <laughs> designs. They sold out of that shirt as immediately when they moved up to the main roster. 
Like they're like again, what are we doing? What are we you doing? We had a presence and a good look. You could have yeah. worked with that for sure. There was so much to work around there too. There was so much to work around there. And I think that maybe the executives just didn't get it. They just didn't understand. But this was a fresh, hip, new thing that was coming up, and a lot of people were positive about it. Oh yeah. I thought it was so, so great. I was so excited to see them get called up to SmackDown. And like someone mentioned in the the like in the, the chat here, a unique group in WWE in that it had men and it had a woman in the group as well. Like aside from sanity, that doesn't happen very often. There was so much you can do around that. But now it's just they're back to being three guys again to a tag team and a singles guy you don't really know what like direction they're going to apparently like some would say the top dollar is going to be the star of the group and swerve scott's going to be in the uh, the tag team side of things it's not how i would do it but like, i think you have really lost something now you don't have fab in the group and you lost a lot uh looking and dissecting at the group and seeing what they've brought and what members have brought isaiah serves scott obviously in my opinion the star of the group mm -hmm. but in terms of like everybody else, like Ashanti, great, BFAB, great. I just don't, I, I don't know, man. I think they made the wrong call there. Uh, Alex, is there any names that you wanted to bring up? Um, Definitely Ember. I mean, oh, like yeah. Ember Moon was, oh, my gosh. I mean, like she came up to the main roster and it was immediately like injured, right? So the, her steam just kind of derailed there. And then she went back to NXT and she was NXT tag champion recently and ember moon has one of the best finishers ever are you kidding me the eclipse again potential to let these people grow let them do what they have to do i would love to see if anyone is going to go to AEW. i would love to see ember moon in AEW. I um so when Ember Moon debuted in NXT, I can't remember which takeover it was now, which which takeover events it was. Um, but I know exactly where I was when it happened. I was in Wales, I was in a stag do, and I was in a club and I was not enjoying myself. So I took myself <laughs> off to the corner of the room, I got onto the uh the, the building's Wi-Fi, and I watched that takeover event on my phone in the corner. And I watched like Ember Moon came out and I was like, man, that's a wicked entrance. She hit that finish. I was like, damn, that's so cool. Instantly became like my favorite wrestler on that brand. I was like, she's the best. Like she's absolutely rad. I uh, she there's a yeah, a few names on there. Like it, there is more than just AEW. Look at the you know, the inspiration going across to impact. Mm -hmm. But I would think Tony's probably looking at his checkbook right now and being like, I need to bolster up this women's roster. And there are some names on here that I definitely definitely use um the other name that i wanted to highlight from here is uh because i think we talked about a lot of them i could go on for ages about keith lee but i'll save that for another day harry smith harry smith was brought in like as a secret signing like it was you know they signed him he was meant to the original plan was he was going to be like one of the big stars of nxt uk because you know his dad's the british bulldog um but then he like so this is from the observer uh, when he was signed, travel wasn't open. So the decision was made to put him on the main roster. Then they did nothing with him. Just what a what a colossal waste of everyone's time. What's the point? Like, what is there even to say? There's they don't we don't even have much to say because you know a lot, a lot of these people would be like, oh well, this is where they went wrong. This is what they could have done. This is what didn't work. This is what didn't work. I don't even have anything to say on this one. Yeah. Like he was just in and out. <laughs> Again, grand opening, grand closing. Like yeah. <laughs> truly just in and out. Like, yeah, it's just wild. I think like overall the releases within this this 
uh, chunk of releases and all the other ones, it's just they were hoarding talent. That's oh, yeah. it. They really just were hoarding talent, keeping all their shiny toys to them. And <sighs> right, but it's Let's... it's okay because all these other people that got released, they'll be fine. They will be perfectly fine. Uh, this episode, by the way, is being sponsored by Beer Fifty Two. Click the link in the video description down below. Beer Fifty Two dot com forward slash WrestleTalk. Get yourself ten free craft beers on us why it's all about that delicious taste do drink responsibly of course uh let's get into your ultra chats here kevin has said what next for Keith Lee, Karrion Cross, Ember Moon, and Frankie Monet should be the title of an NXT podcast, not the title of a freaking release section. Tariq Ali, in a time when Ring of Honor pays the price for doing the right thing and AEW giving the support to one of its top stars before a pressured massive heel run, or presumes massive heel run, WWE shows itself from its most cynical side. Will the constant saving cost WWE in the long run? Uh, Will Campbell said, the releases that suck the most for me is Keith Lee. Double champion NXT, brought up to the main roster and warded down. Nearly dies during a medical absence. Returns, gets jobbed out to Lashley as a swerve bait for heel heat. Goes back and forth with Cross for a bit. Then they repackage him again into a savage brute and finally just cut him. What an absolute massive waste of unique talent. This goddamn company. Yeah, the um, I was going through the Keith Lee thing, right? Because I know a lot of people was like, oh, man, he was so great in NXT. And I'm like, we've forgotten that his first year in NXT, he wrestled five matches, one of which was a loss to, to Lars Sullivan. It took them a little while to pull their finger out their ass as well and do something with Keith Lee. <laughs> but, you know, hey, he beat Randy Orton, didn't he? So, got something there. Uh, Chris says, uh, hey, gang, here we are again. So sad to see so much potential get wasted and sad for those uh, still in WWE who must fear they are next and who have no friends to banter with keep each other motivated to do the shows hope this is it but sadly it won't be got a feel for people on the roster like alexa bliss who's seen all our close friends been released over the year braun ray mickey mojo lana buddy tyler breeze and now her besties naya and ember i don't want her to go but why would she stay lastly can we please stop using false reports last night someone on twitter pretending to be srs stated that yeah 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 don't be those people. Don't be a person who creates a fake Twitter account to be like, I'm Sean Ross Sapp and these are the people getting released because just I don't get, know. Yeah, just to get a laugh. Like, I deleted the tweet. It's easy to it get fooled, like, yeah, man. It it's happens. so easy to do it. It happens. Jeez, sorry. Lock me up. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry. I deleted You'll make the a tweet. spelling error, Alex. <laughs> yeah, I know. We well, don't come for you. Don't make fake SRS accounts for Hits and giggles, man. <laughs> it's not on. Don't be those people. Uh, Dark Train 24. Throughout the pandemic, my industry has been hit hard and I've been laid off twice. Going to work every day with the mindset of will I get let go today is mentally draining. It's toxic. Now, every quarter, WWE talents will be feeling that. No way bueno. Uh, Self willed soul. I'm at the point with WWE where I'll only listen to reviews and only go back to watch specific moments that are highlighted by said review. While conversely, I refuse to watch a review of AEW until I've seen the episode first. I had a lot of messages from people like that today being like, you know, canceling the subscription, canceling the network, not watching SmackDown. I will believe it when I see it because we, yeah. I've been, I've had those messages 
uh, since you know the four or five years that I've been working at Rust Talk. Every time the WWE do something bad, um, well, you, I, I, I believe it because there are so many people that do not watch Raw, and they literally <laughs> message Sean and I every single Monday that. I only know what's going on because of you guys, or I only watch the post show. Mm-hmm. I don't actually watch Raw. Or and the second I start, I'll do like a, I'll tweet like a three hours of Raw coverage coming up tweet, and everybody will be like prayers to you, Denise. I hope you make it. <laughs> like if I'm dying, so it's pretty hilarious actually. Those tweets pop me, but uh, regardless, that's the, you know, that's the whole thing around it right now. Uh, Bezo Banks said, love how WWE actively needs women for their non-existent tag and women's division, yet release more women. Feel the most for Ember. Her last three years consisted of an injury uh, from, oh, I forget about that, chasing the 24-7 title and then doing nothing in NXT. Never even got her versus Sasha. Uh, Omar says, WWE don't deserve the talent they have on their books. I know they'll be fine wherever they land, but I still hate seeing insanely talented people lose their jobs. That being said, I'll take Danielson versus Keith Lee, please. And thank you. Uh, Fran Chillet said, I want to see uh, who from here is going to be the next Ty Conti or Deanna Perazzo. People they gave up on too soon. As a person from Chile, I get to be cheering on Katina, uh, Katrina Cortez. Wrestling ba- fan base in South America is huge. Another wasted opportunity. Yet the... um. Uh, a couple of those points there, I've talked about, you know, the, the the women's division. It's it did feel like there were more women released than men in this round of cuts, and particularly when they have got like they are struggling for women like big stars. That to me does feel like a huge misstep. I don't know if you agree with that, Denise. I'm sorry, say that one more time. Sorry, I just got an email that I was reading, and I was like, oh, what's this have to do with anything? Sorry, oh, the whole thing live on the air, Denise. I'm sorry, it was an email that I had to read now. <laughs> Uh, Alex, I'll ask you first then. <laughs> what was uh, the question? <laughs> I'm sorry. Not Denise, Somebody... not, not Denise, you don't Denise get to is the, the hardest working woman in wrestling media. Cut her email. I'm sorry. And I was like, what the frick is going on? And you caught me right in the what the frick is going on moment. Well, now you don't get to be part of this conversation, Denise. Alex, right, what are you <laughs> What was the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> you know, I could have had a scoop for you. That's oh, it. yeah? Now you got what scoop was that? <laughs> no, there's nothing. None? Like I said, it was a very important email that I was reading. Yeah, it's probably Sean then. That um, is the scoop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fruity said, uh, this company. Seriously, I know it makes no difference to WB, but I had to subscribe today from the network because I haven't been watching. Tired of seeing them use budget cuts as the excuse to bury their own now former talent. Uh, Keith Lloyd said, without Triple H and his NXT, Vince wouldn't have a women's division or a men's main event scene. Vince should be kissing his ass, not blaming him for losing the Wednesday Night Wars. Vince never promoted NXT during all of that time. This is, yeah, some of these people that have been released are just victims of the the change in NXT, going from NXT 1.0 to NXT 2.0, focusing less on the impact, uh, the independent stars, which is why if I'm someone like a Kyle O'Reilly, whose contract is coming up at the end of the year, a Johnny Gargano, a Candice LeRae, uh, Kevin Owens is a slightly different because he's already established on the main roster, but the other three names, I'm looking at my time in WWE and like, I don't know if this is the place for me to be re-signing. 
And I would say that even though Kevin Owens is somebody that's more established on the main roster, he's probably thinking the exact same thing, which just goes to show the lengths of which, you know, how things all around aren't necessarily top notch. Yeah. And I think this like just, you know, whether you're safe or not in that main roster, I think that there are some people that are witnessing over the past year with these releases. They're kind of like, I think I need to go <laughs> like I need, I think I need to like just kind of figure something else out for me because like this is not a and if you think about it there again all of these releases like there was so much potential for these people like there was there was so much fanfare behind them there was uh, Keith Lee alone Keith Lee alone is a perfect example of like he had everything he had the full package he had the crowd behind him the WWE universe behind him and he was released like you could imagine someone within Kevin Owens position where it's like yeah he's well within the main roster where maybe he is untouchable but there are a lot of people that were released that were not in this block that we thought were untouchable and yet they were released. So I think some people yeah. are kind of switching it up and being like, uh, I think I just need to figure something out with myself, whether that is AEW or just moving on to something like just full on fledged video games like Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze is doing an amazing job on Twitch. So I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know if I was yeah. in WWE, I'd be scared. <laughs> Well, that, that, that's it. Yeah. Like, I, I think, it, you know, there is always the there's more work out there. There are more re ways to make money now uh, being a wrestler and having a name like that. But there are like there are some towns that I'd be like, if I'm Carter Riley in particular, I'm looking at where I'm at now in NXT 2.0 and what I'm not going to be doing on the main roster. And I'm looking over to what Adam Cole has achieved over in AEW. I'm probably thinking, what, what, what incentive is there for me to stay here? Like I, other, I, I, yeah, I don't see, I don't think he'll be resigning. The other thing that I don't think we've mentioned just yet is also the precedence that this sets. If you, when let's say they change their mind again and they start wanting to, you know, grab all of these up and coming, you know, young stars from the independent wrestling scene, and you know they go up to them and offer them, you know, a contract. Do you think these? We can't. I can't say confidently that every guy's going to be like, "Hell yeah!" Like, let's go. This is my chance. You know, I think now this is always going to be in the back of the you know everybody's mind, thinking like, "Do I continue with what I'm doing, gain momentum, and further my career, or do I go to WWE and then end up hitting a huge break on my career, and not like a break in a good way, like break, like stop, break, mm -hmm. and you know, essentially have to come out of WWE and essentially have to rebuild again because that's what you're seeing for a lot of people. You know, you see them go to WWE, they get cut, and they never had anything to show for it, and now it's like, all right, now I got to get back, now I got to get started again. And during that time that they were in WWE. Other guys were coming up and making a name for him, for themselves. So it's like you missed out during that time period because you got signed. And instead of it being a good thing, it kind of ends up hurting your career. And then for some people, um, it could essentially you know, persuade you to leave wrestling, you know, as somebody, yeah, if you haven't checked out my interview with Jake Atlas, I would probably check that one out because that's my best example of this, you know, goes to WWE, you know, he you know was doing all the stuff in the independent scenes, goes to WWE, unfortunately has a, a bad experience. And, you know, now he's moving on to something else, you know, stuff like that happens. Uh, it's also been reported as well um, that tonight are the SmackDown dark match coincidentally it may seem 
is Kyle O'Reilly versus Johnny Gargano. Hmm, I wonder why that could possibly be, huh? Hmm, I wonder. <laughs> um, Lakshim Narashan B says, uh, well, I mean, they also think it's going to be Cross and Scarlett going to Impact, Lucha House Party to AAA, Frankie Monet to Impact, Harry Smith to MLW, Keith Lee to AEW. Even without Ring of Honor, there are non-AEW, non-Impact indies for a lot of them to go, eventually working their way back to Impact AEW. I hope the future stars who sign with WWE try to negotiate their non-compete clauses in their independent contracted deals as much, if not more, priority than pay, because in my opinion, pay is not a big deal when your job is not secure to begin with. Basically, sign a bunch of people from the indies who got over, provide false hope with NXT, ruin them by booking, and then let them go. Three words, this effing company. Keith Lee, by the way, is going to do incredible because there'll be a bunch of UK promotions over here that'll be looking to call him back up and get him back over here. And I cannot wait for my big, beautiful boy, Keith, to come home and (laughs) wrestle for us again because he's the absolute best. I love him. And we're going to go for drinks again. I miss him dearly. You need to do uh, a whole podcast on just Keith Lee. I could. Honestly, I nearly did. I nearly did, Denise. I was sitting and I was making the thumbnail. I was like, I mean, why am I talking about these other dorks? I just want to talk about <laughs> Keith Lee because he's the man that makes the most sense here. <gasps> Kidding, obviously. Everyone else you, is great. You need like a love essay. You need to <laughs> write out like a love essay, record a video, and yeah. just profess your love for him. Maybe he could babysit. Who knows? Uh, he'd be a wonderful babysitter as well. Uh, Bacon Rasher said, uh, Hi, all. Firstly, uh, this is my first ultra chat to congratulate Luco and DAD. Thank you very much. Secondly, WWE can go F themselves. Um, didn't really watch now, but cancelled all recording series links for Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Laurie was right. In a few years, it'll just be Seth versus Roman. Uh, <laughs> Alpaca Nation, this is a, I don't know if I'll be do, I can do this as well as Tempest, uh, but Luke, NXT 2.0. NXT 2.0 is just so sexy now. Um, Vince is completely out of touch. I'm not my laptop there. Vince is completely out of touch with what the fan base wants. I feel like the 14 to 34 demo isn't lusting after women wrestlers like they were during the Attitude Era. It's very telling. I know Alpaca Nation, but NXT now is just, it's so sexy, isn't it? Ket says, <laughs> uh, I can't show. imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine how frustrated the 2K devs must be right now. By extension, this affects them and the game they're making as well. Feel bad for them. By the way, SmackDown vs. Raw 2007 is the best wrestling video game. Don't argue with the facts. I will, because it's SmackDown, here comes the pain. Mayor of Painsville, Dan. It's really hard to bother investing in characters with these seemingly never-ending releases. That's what Adam Bacitti tweeted this morning, and I think that nails it. More positive, I think there's a good chance for Biff Busick in 16 carats. I think that is probably likely, yeah. Uh, New Punk rants, from the Saudi stuff to the releases to the history of just being a bad company. At this point, there's really no defending WWE. WWE is just a parasite, and WWE is an awful, sad company. I'm proud I don't watch it. F WWE. F Vince McMahon. I'm sure Louis Dangor will find a way to defend them. Um, Aw, Luke, poor Louis. (laughs) He's been taking so much heat this whole week. By his own doing. I know. I understand that. But he's still a human. Poor Louie. Although I was bullying him too. (laughs) (laughs) I I was the one who broke the news to him. I was like, hey. I was like, Hangman's trending because of you. He was like, no. I'm going to 
I'm going to take the seat that our um, website editor, Liam, took. We were bullying Louis before it was cool. Oh, um, man. Well, I think poor Louis. Oh, He's had to make some changes Louis. on Twitter, too. I so. thought that was hilarious. Oh, poor, Lu- poor, poor Louis. <laughs> I was on his Twitter last night. It was fun. Oh, dear. Gianni, uh needed to oh ultra chat God. this. AJ Styles spent years outside of WWE before debuting, and WWE put over his extensive resume when he debuted at the Rumble. Taya Valkyrie has a comparable resume before going to NXT, and all of that is ignored. Alpaca Nation, if the main roster actually put over the accomplishments and the accolades done in NXT when the talents got called up, I feel like that would help talent get over. But the fact the main roster ignores everything outside of themselves is just a lost cause. Jonathan Grant, I kind of worry that all the calls of go to AEW might encourage some of AEW's worst impulses. They're already emphasizing big WWE defections over a lot of their homegrown talent. Add 5, 10, 15 more and a lot more of the AEW midcard is going straight to dark elevation. Uh, Manny Umaria, if you're if uh, if you're people keeping in work just because of star power, yet they remain unvaccinated, then public health is not the major concern of WWE. Uh, it is once again about power. Uh, I across the board, though. Lakshim yeah. Narachin and B, AEW is an option, but the ones who are unvaccinated will even have trouble there, since venues that AEW shows happen have a vaccination mandatory policy, even for its audience. Speaking of. MJF, you really don't want to uh, Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> MJF, you really don't want Bruce Pritchard on speed dial. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's nice to have him on speed dial. It's not. James Hanley, if you're going to get weird, worse in WWE, um, Vince believes everything he makes is amazing, and his narcissism won't allow him to admit past mistakes. It's never Vince's fault. It's what uh, all the interviews about him indicate. It's always thrown at the talent. Riot DR said, I'm torn. I don't want to support this company for its shrewd business, but I still want to support the friends and acquaintances that still work there. I can only wish the best possible outcome for those released. James Hanley, CM Punk once said contracts in WWE aren't worth the paper they're printed on. The last two years of releases only seem to prove that's correct. How can you look at Miro, Inspiration, Lee Cole, and many more and see nothing in them just baffles me? Uh, Mayor of Paintable Dan, just notice the B-Fab still sings the theme song of Hit Row. That'll be weird with them coming out of the ring with her voice. They'll probably change this great tune so the release will have ex- uh, expenses because they need to order a new song. They'll just change it to some generic. And they can just have Top Dollar do it. He can be like, hit row. <laughs> no, well, that's, but you got to have the expense there of re-recording it when you could just get like, you could just go into generic music library, free downloads. Elevator music, lovely. There you go. That's that's their new entrance music now. A uh, few more to get through here. Aaron says, "Hey guys, love watching the stream every Friday. I met Alex at the New York Comic Con. I was the Spider-Man wrestling costume. Not sure if you remember, but it made my week because I went to my grandfather's funeral just two days later. Thank you for being awesome." No, yeah, I do remember that. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you for stopping by the booth. There were so many amazing cosplays at New York Comic Con. And it was really cool, too, because there were so many cosplays that even fit in a mask. So if there was like there was one uh, Finn Balor, Demon Finn Balor, and they painted their face and their chest, but they also painted their mask as the teeth, too. I definitely remember you. You're you were great. Everyone that stopped by at New York Comic Con is just awesome. And it's so cool because New York Comic Con, like wrestling is so much bigger now over the years. So it was really cool to see everybody just like come out and support wrestling. So, yeah, <laughs> thanks. 
Uh, Manuel said, hey, y'all, I was thinking of taking my girlfriend to SmackDown next month at Staples Center since she has a crush on Roman Reigns. But after last night, F this company. AEW, come to the West Coast already, please. Uh, Luke, by the way, what did you make of the last season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I haven't seen it yet because it hasn't aired in the UK yet. Uh, so I have not seen it. Um, I can tell you what will be airing in the UK very soon, though, is the brand new series of Games Master, the trailer of which was released today. And you'll never guess who's featured in the trailer. Look at that guy there in the far left, <laughs> celebrating his little face. Oh, I was like, where? Yeah, I was looking real hard. Like, where are you? Wait, what are you doing there? Is that an edit? It's it is it's so when you lose a uh, you lose one of the challenges you get put into this little container and you get flushed down to hell or something so we all go like flush 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 when you get uh, eliminated and that is what I'm doing in that picture I'm uh, celebrating a man being killed wait were you really there yes that's me there oh you oh, thought it was Denise you thought it was photoshopped yeah, yeah oh, it kind of looks photoshopped thinking, <laughs> I was like was it an edit I said what is it an edit and you said yes and yeah. I was like okay. Oh, sorry. I didn't know. I, I, I didn't speak uh, young speak. I, I don't know what you were talking about. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Is that an edit? Is like at like for any age? <laughs> I, well, okay. So I mean, uh, yeah, but I'm old, so I just thought it was like, yeah, no, it's been edited. It's going to be on TV. No, <laughs> no, I meant like a Photoshop edit. That's how I was like. What? I didn't understand why we were talking about it. No, no, no. no. I am. I was there. I was there at the tapings. I was there. For oh, the third okay. Day. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, and I hey, think it's going to be really, really good. Yes, mate? Isn't there like a new Ghostbusters coming out? Oh, there is. Denise, I'm going to be seeing it in a couple of weeks' time. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm not invited to go watch it today. Are you going to tonight? Are you going to go see it? No. Why? Because I don't want to go. <laughs> Are you upset? I forgot if it was Friday or Monday, actually. I forget if it's Friday or Monday, but I got invited. It's like a special screening. for, And it's like this cool setup, and they're going to give you gifts and stuff, but I'm not going. Denise, I find you to be. I what day it's on. I find you to be one of the most baffling influencers I've ever met. Um, and, and you are a and you are a shining example of why the influencer world is here. It is Ghostbusters Afterlife. I it's know what it's on called. Monday. There you go. I know and what it's called. I'm going to see it in a couple of weeks. It's I a also special screening special with screening. food and cocktails. And I would go with I would go alone for the food and the cocktail. <laughs> well, here's, the and... thing, here's the thing, Alex. This is why I find Denise to be a baffling influencer because she gets sent is so McKenna much Grace, free like, stuff. In it? Who's McKenna Grace? I, I, I Denise, I'm well aware. I've been I've been tracking she's, this film since it's been in production she's, for the well, last she's couple invited, of years. She's she's the one that sent out the invite, like in terms of like on the poster. So, so I'm not going. I know, well, I know Denise, but you, do you know what the mad thing is? You'll just get invited to the next one. Like you're just on PR I know. lists. And like, I know. You, but you want to know why I'm like, not going, which is actually pretty sad. Why? Why? Because at the same time, I got to watch Rod and I got to do the post show. Oh my God. <laughs> well, at least it's at the exact right same time. What well, can like, you that do? Makes that makes more sense. <laughs> but I um, wasn't going to go either way. Because I don't know yeah, anything like, about it, Ghostbusters. This goes back to the WandaVision stuff. You got sent like loads of free WandaVision stuff. And I was like, have you watched? You were like, no. You get like, and like, but do you know what? Disney will just be on the phone to you next time and be like, hey, Denise, do you want some more free stuff and not promote any of the stuff that we're sending you that's free? What? I'm doing everything wrong. I need to get I, some free stuff. I got this weekend. Did you see all the free pizza I got this weekend? Oh, from the Giornos? Yeah. You didn't yeah, see yeah, 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 yeah. No, oh, I didn't. wow, Luke, you missed she it. She got a ton of free pizza. Did it Why? also come with a huge container of ranch? No, but I have <laughs> ranch. Although Hidden Valley 
people were tagging Hidden Valley Ranch and they got in on it. And I was like, bruh, send me some ranch. Denise, now you're going to get a bedazzled bottle of Hidden Valley Ranch. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's do this. I think there's a perfect spot on that shelf too where you could put it in I the was background. Just thinking, so you guys know Flo the Progressive Girl? Yeah. So she was on a commercial yesterday. You don't know Flo the Progressive Girl, Luke? Absolutely not. Like, is is she a person? Is I don't she, think it... those adverts play in. But still, uh, in the how UK. do you not know Flo the Progressive Girl? Because okay. we don't have Progressive over here. All right, whatever. <laughs> My bad. All right. Anyway, so Flo the Progressive Girl is like the mascot for Progressive in the insurance, right? And I was just wondering yesterday, like, how much money she probably makes, and I was thinking she probably makes millions. That's my goal now, man. I want to be somebody's flow. <laughs> Please, Hidden Valley Ranch, DiGiorno, Coca-Cola, anybody. I will be your flow. Christopher says, uh, Luke, have you discussed how Denise doesn't know the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man? I thought Hangman Page was dressed as the Pillsbury Doughboy. Okay. Did they tell you about this last week? No, I didn't get told about this last week. This happened on my post show. I didn't know because I don't know the characters of Ghostbusters. But you know they were all dressed as Ghostbusters. Yeah, right? I knew that. But I didn't know the mar I thought the marshmallow guy was Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> no, it was it was the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Yeah, well, I um, thought it was Pillsbury Doughboy. Continue on. <laughs> that was the Dude. joke, Luke. David said, uh, good to see Team Danuke back together on the screen. Also, good to see the one true Queen of the Ring make her return to the Friday podcast. Thank you each for your great content. That's why they had to call it the Queen's Crown Tournament. They didn't my want the lawyers. Smoke. My lawyers were going to strike down on them. Sent a season to desist. <laughs> Shadow Ranger said, WWE has released 71 wrestlers this year. The entire Impact roster is 57 people. You can start a whole new promotion with just the releases. Yeah. Sucks to see, but I'm glad to see that WWE isn't talent hoarding anymore. AEW is full, but Impact has plenty of room. Uh, Charles Berg, while I understand there may be some people who never graduated high school, yet are somehow smarter than doctors and scientists, I'm supportive of WB firing anyone who is anti-vax. Selfish, ignorant, vectors of mutations, jab that jab. All opinions are valid. Yeah. I Also, didn't they make a commercial to get vaccinated yeah, with those exact same superstars? Yeah. That, oh man. Uh, Yoko <laughs> says, saying that everyone should get the vaccine is a little inconsiderate. There's a great deal of the population that has been dicked over by the medical community their entire lives. Why would they trust this to be different? Uh, Alpaca Nation 87, even Marie, not good. Do you not remember her falling to Alexa uh, Bliss? Can we go back for a second? Say again? Can we go back for a second? What was yeah. the word that they used right now? Inconsiderate? uh yes that was sorry i hate to say it but also not choosing to get vaccinated is inconsiderate as well it is. fyi it is. It um is. sorry just to um go back to Al alpaca nation and said uh do we not remember alexa bliss falling over in the playground of course i remember it copyrighted incredible acting um diego said hey guys can't watch live but here's my ultra chat i know everyone is sad for the releases but i'm actually sad for the still employed i want ricochet and dijack free to be elsewhere the legit underboss can we all speculate where what jackson Riker has on wwe that he still has a job but keith lee doesn't it's not let's not ask for other people to be fired now denise he knows where elias's dead body's at <laughs> <laughs> The only That's one. Solve the mystery. 
Congratulations, <laughs> you heard it here first. And lastly, Skywalker Club, the only safe ones are Reigns, Lashley, McIntyre, New Day, Lynch, Rollins, and AJ Styles. Well, that was a huge, huge show. And I agree, we barely didn't even touch the surface on a lot of that. Um, Alex, Queen of the Ring, thank you so much for joining us on the show. As always, a pleasure to have you here. Uh, what would you like to plug and promote? Thanks. Also, yeah, thanks for thanks for having me. Y'all, y'all have a good podcast. Y'all run a good system here. Thank you for inviting me every time. Um, so really just Church of Joshi. Uh, I just want to plug Church of Joshi. We have a show this Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, and we have a subject that we are going to announce after I get off this show. So you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram to see who our subject is uh, this Sunday. And of course, like if you're not into Joshi wrestling uh, or not really not into Joshi wrestling, but if you don't know too much about Joshi wrestling and you want to get into it, come follow us. We'll, we'll, we'll gladly guide you to the right direction. Um, and also the rest of my New York Comic Con exclusive shirts, the Red Ringer logos will be up today unfortunately i'm not shipping to the uk because y'all are expensive and i'm so sorry that's not my fault it's the shipping prices but i will be releasing that today at 6 p.m eastern time so if y'all are in, living in the states and you want to snag one follow me and i will drop the link that's all <laughs> i um i wore my chris brooks t-shirt especially for you today i was going to ask <laughs> did you wear that shirt because of the choco pro yeah, i'm, I'm proud I Alex is coming on the show today. Got to bust out the Chris Brooks t-shirt. Yeah. Support my boy. If anything, you're the Chris Brooks and I am your Mesa I can be your little goblin, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> if Keith Boy is one of my if, if Keith Lee's one of my special boys, Chris Brooks is my other one. I love that boy so much. He's so wonderful. Uh Denise, what have you got coming up? If they're your special boys, am I your special girl? Oh, that, that Watch the third crazy. one, third one, third one. Can I be the third <laughs> special girl? I was told to, so my wife said to me, I can't remember how we got into this conversation, which we were talking about. So we've got um, a, a new star coming in on uh, into the office. A girl is coming into the office as of Ooh. next week. It's the first ever time that we've had like a girl in the office. So Ugh. she's going to spice things up for the better. Well, absolutely, absolutely, because she's an incredible <laughs> editor. And like, but it also means that we've had to tidy up the office because it's an absolute state. <laughs> I love how men automatically think, oh, a woman's coming in. We got to clean. Oh, I mean, yeah. But just also, now, she, just when a woman is coming in, we need to clean oh, all other aspects not, of it. It hasn't been sorted since we left it in like February last year before the pandemic really kicked off. So it's like, it was like, it needed to be done. So we've, we've now done that because she's got style and like, she's, you know, she's like actual like you know, sensible person. And I was talking to my wife, she was like, you know, she's like, yeah, you don't really, don't really flirt with women. So like you and Denise have got like real brother sister vibes. And I was, I was like, oh, that's, that's nice in a way, I suppose. Um, do, I don't know, but do you think we've got brother sister vibes? I don't know. I saw you more as a dad. <laughs> <laughs> or as my crazy british uncle does that count crazy british uncle yeah it works for me uh y'all are, are just like companions like doctor who just perfect companions oh, <laughs> these would be an excellent companion yeah um Denise, i don't think um, my fiance would say the same thing <laughs> he anyway, thinks i'm uh, that cuckoo crazy 
What have you got to promote, uh, Denise? Of course, I know that you did a video. Did, uh, Alex, did you hear that she's done a video about WWE Forcible Entry, uh, a CD that I have listened to over like a thousand times and I've got an incredible extended amount of knowledge upon and I was not asked to be on the video and instead Sean Ross Sapp of all people was asked to be on it. Man, I don't think you can spell music, let alone tell you anything about it was asked to be on the show. <laughs> not me though. Luke, you're father now. You're going to be excluded now from things. <laughs> You're you're busy and you're also ripping that Limp Biscuit album. So. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good though. All right. So finally, my promotion. Twitter <laughs> and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. Speak now pro wrestling on F4W Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo and a bunch of other stuff. Just Google. Denise, have you listened to the new Limp Biscuit album yet? Hell no. Why not? I don't have time for that. I just got dad vibes. I don't give a damn. <laughs> Alex, what did you make of it? Of the album? The Limp yeah. Bizkit album? Yeah. I, I haven't watched it. I, I watched it. I haven't heard it full through yet. I've heard little snippets here and there. It, it, sounds, it sounds good. It, it's good. It's I'm wrong. into the classics. I'm into the break stuff, Nookie, all that stuff. So I'm, I don't know. Album, it maybe, sounds like the old stuff. maybe, I don't know. I still listen to my emo or <laughs> scene, <laughs> hardcore kid music. So it's hard for me to branch out to new music. <laughs> well, do you know what? We've got Matt McMuscles on the show next week and that boy knows his Limp Bizkit. So it's going to be a grand old time. Uh, Denise won't be on the show next week though, will you? Because you'll be going to AEW Full Gear. Exactly. So you guys will hear of me, but I just won't be on the show, unfortunately. Sorry. That's absolutely fine. You're more than welcome to take time off the show. It's just very funny because you used to have a bitch and moan at me for taking time off the show. And now you've missed like... Um, yeah, but I'm missing because I'm going to go work. I got to travel and get places. I'm oh. not just missing because I wanted to take Christmas off. <laughs> I had a kid. Anyway, that's all we've got time for on this edition of the podcast. Thank you all so much for watching as always. And thank you to this episode sponsor, beer52.com forward slash wrestle talk. Get yourself 10 free craft beers on us. Thank you all for watching. Jam that jam, everyone. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Denise. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 